<laughs> well, that's a good start to a podcast. Hello, everybody, and once again, thank you for joining us at the Wawado podcast, your water warriors against the laurel. This is Rafaela, and I'm once again back with Erin, which is so good to see you again, Erin, because it feels like it's been forever. It has been. I, I've been a little MIA, but I'm back. Yeah, Erin <laughs> is back. I know. I've been able to talk to her on the phone and FaceTime, but it was, it's just nice to be back in person. So we are back. We're back with press releases. I know um, we haven't done um, a lot of podcasts on press releases because honestly, stuff is just evolving and happening so fast that by the time we put out a press release, if we don't move on, it's going to be kind of out of topic because there's more and more and more and more coming up. Anyway, so we are back and we're going to look at a few press releases that we've done and we're going to explain to you uh, why we did those press releases. And Erin um, is going to have to refresh my memory because it's been a while, so I don't remember. So over to you. Yeah, we're going to go back about a month. So we're definitely going to have to read these to refresh because like you said, we're inundated with information on a daily basis. So this one was, like I said, from the 14th of August, and this one has to do with our risk of fire up here. And I'll read you just a little snippet and then we can go from there. In 2017, Robert Fortino of Del Oro Water Company um, was again in the news. The Safer Corporation, oh, sorry, he also owns Safer mm -hmm. Corporation. Yep. The Safer Corporation owned the golf course in Paradise Pines. Residents who live next to the golf course were worried that the lack of maintenance of the property could be a potential fire hazard. We did this one when we were without water without for hours water. every day, and it came up mm -hmm. because everyone on the golf course was getting very nervous with the dry grass right up against their yeah. heads and homes. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. So, um, as Erin has already said, uh, Robert Fortino owns more than one company. And I think we were doing some Google searches on, you know, risk of fire, golf courses, blah, 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 blah. And funny enough, this article came up and we found out that um, this is a paradise, if I'm, if I'm yes. correct. And so um, anyway, um, the Safer Corporation, which is also owned by Fortino, as you said, owned this golf course, but they closed it down. Now, I don't know if this happened before or after the paradise fire. This was after. This was after the Paradise Fire. Okay, yes. so probably closed it down because so many homes got destroyed and they didn't have enough customers. However, they didn't maintain the golf course. They didn't water it. And so the weeds were so high that the neighbors, that the residents were really terrified that there would be a wildfire again and their homes would be put at risk. So if you don't kill me the first time, try again. Why not? And so we realized that, hold on, we were worried you know, maybe they didn't realize that there was no water in our fire hydrants or do they really not care? And then there was living proof that no, they just don't care. They make a habit of this. So, yeah. So um, we are still trying to figure out, guys, by the way, and we are now in September, whether um, the fire hydrants are on independent line from our, our house water and we don't know. Uh, we have a good feeling that they're on the same line because they're saying they're testing our water pressure at our houses from the fire hydrants, which is that damn black box, right? That everyone yes. goes on about. <laughs> and so we can safely say it's the same line, even though the Laurel has refused to give us that information 
because they claim they are investor owned and therefore don't have to release anything to us. But anyway, that's another topic. Um, and so what that means then, we know for a fact how many days we do not have water flow and which means if any other days we had a fire, we would be oh. up Shit Creek because there was no fire, water in the fire hydrants to put those fires up. No, and our suppression sprinklers in our homes. Oh, God, those yeah. Of us I, don't that. Right. Them, I don't have sprinklers, but if you did have a sprinklers, it, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't work. We had no pressure. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, never mind. Now we have some water, and so supposedly we have pressure, though we don't know because they're hiding the pressure gauge with that little black box because they probably don't want us to find out what it says, which is kind of odd. Um, so now that we have water to put the um, fires out with, they've just made sure that our fire hydrants are inoperable by putting a stick in a black box on it. And so it's funny because I just walked past that box. Well, nothing is funny, but it's funny. We walked, My husband and I walked past that box the other day and I was showing him. And so there used to be like a door hanger thing that said, this is do not tamper. And then there was a Deloro number. So they must have listened to one of our previous podcasts because one of the comments that we made is like, okay, but that number only answers from 8 to 4.30. So what happens if, you know, if the fire is just so disrespectful to come, not between the hours of 8 and sure, 4.30. And also what happened is Crystal had called the Laurel, the, the number that is on the door handle thingy on the notice and said, you know, can you explain this thing about the fire hydrant? And the lady had absolutely no idea what we were talking about. And so I'm like, huh, what's gonna happen? So if the firefighter calls the Laura, because of course the fire is just gonna stop for the firefighter to understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, cooperate. Um, but what happens? And then the lady has to go and find out, in the meantime, my neighborhood is on fire. So it's funny. So if you actually go to the box right now, they, but I, I think they put a new number and it says uh, 24 hours um, answering oh. service. Well, that's good <laughs> to know. <laughs> and then it says, this fire hydrant is operable. And I'm thinking, no, it's working, supposedly. Doesn't mean it's operable because even though you can get to the valve, and again, at the time, we had a friend of mine who was a firefighter going by and check it out. And he said, yes, absolutely, I can get to the valve. That's true. But I cannot open the valve because the box is on top of the thing in my body that you used to open the valve. Yeah. And so just in case my friend didn't know what he was talking about, he did know what he was talking about, by the way. We sent a different fire hydrant from a different force altogether. And he said, yeah, you cannot open the water to things. So even though the notice says it's operable, it is not operable because it's obstructed. So I don't know. Okay, dear Deloro Water Company, if you are listening to the, the podcast, take the damn box off the fire hydrant so that the firefighters can actually open the water if need be. And if you had nothing to hide, you would have no need for the black box, the mysterious black box, which by the way, is a cheap toolbox that you probably bought at Walmart. So kindly take it off. Regards, the residents of Montgomery Ranch and surrounding areas. That sums that one up, yeah. I hope they listen to this. Uh, uh, well, we know Janice Hannah follows us on our, on our uh, Facebook page. Well, so hopefully we're also she'll... a month after this was written. Oh, this is ridiculous. And we, yes, we have water, but people complained on Sunday that there was low pressure. My house had low pressure on Sunday, and we had low pressure yesterday. I'd also so like to know... We're not in... I mean, yes, we have water regularly, but... Oh, the water is filthy. Today, I had to empty my... Uh, um, 
I had to, I'm sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, I had to empty the glass three times because the water was oh. coming out was so yucky that I, I'm like, yeah, no. And all I was trying to do was soak something, but I'm like, that's not clean. I'm not going to soak anything mm -hmm. in there. Um, so yeah, um, and then I think something else we need to find out because I put in a request in with Tulare County to find the permits. So I'm assuming that if we have enough water, it means those two famous wells that had no electricity now have electricity hooked up hey, to them. Yes, it must have been magic. There must have been magic. I also know that uh, one of the residents actually uh, walked past them and so that they were working. So I'm assuming they have electricity. So we now ask for the county to uh, show us a proof of permit because surely, I mean, thank you SE for going there to hook yeah. up those wells and we know that a permit must be filed with the county so we're waiting for that and so um, we'll give you an update on that when we get it. Yeah, so, so we can do yeah. if we get one. <laughs> mm -hmm. If we get a response. So anyway, okay, so let's move on to the next press release. So we'll go to the press release we put out on August 17th. And this one was based on an email from, let's see, the State Water Board. Adam Forbes, I'm assuming. Yeah, I believe so. It doesn't say his name, but I believe yeah, that's probably, who that yeah. is. And so the first part of this does talk about the low water pressure again, so we don't really need to go back into that. Um, but it just, it does talk about how Del Oro's never given us a boil water notice for those times it did fall below the 50 PSI. Well, so, because Del Oro claims he never did. Correct. <laughs> Except for the one time they admitted the fire hydrant up here did fall to 29 PSI. To 29. But, um, so if I yes, remember correctly, this is when uh, the Sun Gazette published their article and in the article Brock said that the response he had from the Laurel, from Janice Hanna funnily enough, was that they do not have to report unless the, um, the pressure goes below 5 psi, which is actually not the truth. I think 25 psi is the law or um, 20 psi. So the, all those days that we had no water, obviously there was no pressure. I mean, I don't care how they slice it, there just was no pressure if there was no water coming out. And so, yes, um, they, well, see, they're not admitting that there was no water, but you know what? We have video evidence of it. So, um, okay. yeah, so they're talking out of their backside. So we have many videos of air coming out of our lungs. Every day, pretty much every day. Right, and from different households, not just mine. Um, but yeah, so, um, that's why they didn't give us a boil water notice is because they claimed that uh, the pressure never fell below 50 sure. PSI. Well, we'll believe you, Delaro. <laughs> we'll believe what you said. Yeah, over our, our own faucets. You know what? They're in Chico, but their nose is so long, I felt a poke in the back right. of my neck. Yes, and I think it was that Pinocchio nose. <laughs> so we also talked in that press release about... Um, the water board recommending that Deloro needed to enact stage five conservation with the CPUC immediately, which will require us reducing from three days a week of outdoor watering down to two days per week. So now all of a sudden my blood is boiling again. Thank you yeah. for that reminder, Erin, and I'm really pissed off. So it wasn't a matter of watering from three to two days a week. We were not watering because we had no freaking water. So you cannot water with water you don't have. You cannot save 20% or as you put it once rightly, and I'm going to repeat this, 20% of zero 
it's your freaking zero. We had no water. We were not overwatering. But I do remember why we wrote this press release because we are furious. Mm -hmm. Because if I remember the numbers correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, this was based on Newsom's 2018 um, emergency mandate, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, uh, proclamation, I think is actually 14.1. Yes. Um, and that was due to the drought. And so um, we actually, we have talked about this uh, in a podcast that will probably come out before this one um, with Crystal. Um, the So this 14.1 emergency proclamation was all about water conservation due to the drought. The amazing thing is that however they managed to enact uh, ask us to conserve on the basis of something that no longer exists because governor newsom actually rescinded that order on i think the 23rd of march 2023 so they've based an order on a law that is no longer active and you know i've got news for you guys that is not legal that is not possible you can't do that and if you try to take us to court for that i guess at that point we really will see you in court um, that, that, that is, apart from the fact that we weren't watering, but yes, so for that one, I think that's when we started getting mad, not just at the Laurel, but also at the Department of Drinking Water. And I'm thinking, um, and if I remember right, is that the one where I said, so you trusted the Laurel on what they said to you, you all sat around the table, um, having your, your magic meetings. No one bothered to come to our house to check what the truth actually was. And no one bothered to listen to our thoughts and how things are going. Why are you believing the Laurel where they're clearly lying still and they've lied to you about the amount of water pressure? Is that the one where I got that mad? Yeah, I believe that is down here at the bottom. <laughs> so yeah. because they went on after telling us that Delaware needed to enact stage five, they also went out and said that they were going to install the low pressure or the pressure restrictor yeah that's the word yeah on the heavy users mm -hmm. and then they also told Delaro that they needed to identify the heaviest users and go after them because yeah well you know let's see was, what happens on that one because our fault of course time even though my backyard is dead. I have trees that are dead. We have countless people that, with proof that their yards are dead, mm -hmm. their trees are gone. Mm -hmm. We were not just out here wasting water, which we have been accused of multiple times. Which is funny because, again, how can you waste water you do not have? And besides, I, I had this conversation, I think, with Carmen. To me, watering grass is not a waste of water. One of the things we need to do, we are in California where we want to conserve wildlife. We have to have grass for the animals to eat. I mean, I have deer that used to come out mm -hmm. and eat on my grass and quails and rabbits. And the other day I saw a mountain lion at the back of my property and we already invaded their space. The least we can do is give them food. Mm -hmm. And if that means watering a very small patch of grass, which by the way, we pay for that. We're not asking the Lord to kindly let us water for free. So, no. Again, that's one of those times where you just say, that's not okay. We're not going to take that. So, I guess that press release, yeah, it was like, we were all raving mad. And it's like, what the hell? Well, because, like you mentioned, we're paying for this water. We're, we're paying for we the water. We even pay for the one we don't have. We're using <laughs> and we're being punished for 
paying for the water we're using and that's where i think all of us are no like, no we are paying what? for the water we are not using because we don't have true and then we're being penalized for not having water yeah i mean let's face it because that's what's happening and so should a fire come through everything's dry as a bone goes up like that well oh so now that you remind me that's the other thing the 14.1 whatever whatever news have been acted if you actually read it if the law took time to read it, if the Department of Drinking Water took time to read it, didn't actually stop us from doing what we are doing. Because we read the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Now, it says that you can top up pools um, if the water is going due to evaporation. And, you know, when it's 110 degrees, 100 degrees, water evaporates. That's just science. Sorry, guys. We, you, you know, you can't twist that one. And so it does allow you actually to top up pools. And so this was the other thing. Um, apart from the fact, so we talked with Crystal about that family that had their homeowner's insurance cancelled because they had drained the pool because they were told oh, they yeah. couldn't top it up. Uh, but even more than that, if we go back to the July 28th meeting, um, Chief Norman also said if there's a fire, they will grab water mm -hmm. from whatever pool. So we have to keep our pools up to, up, up to level, I guess, not up to date, but to the level where they should be. And also, if you don't top up your pools, they start turning green and it becomes stagnant water. And then we could get mosquitoes and then mosquitoes are going to bring malaria, valley fever, Zika. What the crap do they bring? They bring everything. Everything. Don't they? So, yeah. So, there was, yeah, there was on the enactment of the stupid restrictions, which I think we actually send this to the water board. And yes. So now tell me again, what date did we release this? This process? was on the 17th of August. And so almost a month later, we still have not heard back about it. No. And it's, I can tell you one thing. We have a pool and I'm keeping my pool full. Right. So Deloro, if you want to come find me for that, feel free. But I don't care what you say. I am not going to risk ruining my pool. I'm not going to risk fire suppression for my neighborhood. Cancellation you know of your homeowner's policy. Right. Risking that, which... After that gets canceled, you're kind of SOL in California because there are no... No, State no Farm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and all states have moved out of California, pulled out of California. So we cannot afford to have our homeowners canceled. And you know, when we didn't have water, our pools were serving as our showers. So I'm keeping Our water showers, our toilet, and water, pool. and everything. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So. Okay, so next press release was what? I'm gonna calm down. Yeah, I know. I got really I my hope. heart is racing after <laughs> right? that one. Let's hope so the, the next one is a nicer one. <laughs> None of them are nice. So oh, now man. we go to the 21st of August, and this one uh, starts with Why is Deloro Water Company allowed to provide water when they do not even know the law? This one's based off of an article published in the Sun Gazette uh, back, let's see, it was just a few days before we release this on the 18th. Okay, so kind of mid-August. The district office of the State Water Board requires Deloro to report to them when PSI, uh-oh, this could be PSI again, when the PSI is five or lower so that a boil water order can be issued, but Hannah said in the statement, we have not seen or recorded pressure at that lower level. Um... Yeah. So basically, this is the one we discussed about. earlier on. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more in detail. And it does talk about the water must always be delivered under proper pressure of right. at least 20 pounds per square inch. Well, and, and again, this we go back to something. So this is kind of the same as the last one, but what we didn't mention, we mentioned it in previous uh, podcasts, episodes, is that if the water 
sorry, if the pressure goes below 20 psi, there is risk of contamination in the lines. And so the lines need to be tested and the test results need to be sent to the Department of Drinking Water to make sure that we drink in safe water, which, by the way, none of us is drinking that water because we know it's not safe because it's, it looks disgusting, it smells disgusting. Um, so we actually all drink bottled water. And um, we did get, uh, obviously, all that shipment from Shannon Grove's office, which was great. That ran out. Um, Deloro ended up eventually purchasing some of the cheapest water they could find. But it's not even how cheap the water is. It's the fact that they've limited the amount. So now we're not allowed to water. And again, we're not allowed to drink very much. So there are no more than two glasses of water a day, regardless of right. what the doctor says, right. because that just, you know, then we will run out of water way too fast. So anyway, so let's move on to the next one. Do we have another one? We do. And that actually, you kind of segue into the clean water because this is where we had another resident come to my house and do oh. the electrolysis electrolysis on the water, which produced that disgusting gunk of green, black, weird. Brown, orangey gunk. Yes. Yes. So if you haven't seen that picture, you need to go onto our public page and look at that picture to see the And water. remind them what the public page is again. Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page. <laughs> I hope you call it the other one and then I get everyone confused. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is when um, one of our neighbors came with this two-pronged system and his electrolysis and all it does basically heats up the water and somehow, again, we're not scientists, but all the contaminants come to the surface. So now we're not sure what the contaminants was, but it does show you what's in the water. And it went from a clear glass of water to a basically black glass of water from halfway up. And then at the top had this orangey brown slimy gunk and foamy shit. I mean, it was just disgusting. And to think that whether we can see it or not, that is what we have been drinking. Yeah. It's really, really, We're really bathing disgusting. in it. We're drinking it. Our animals are right. drinking well, it. And that is see, and that's a huge concern. Like, and they tell us, you know, well, don't drink it. Then just have a shower. Because clearly, our skin is non-porous. Apparently, we can have a shower and it's just like water off a duck's back. <laughs> yeah. It just goes off. It doesn't go in at all. We don't absorb what's in there. And so those are the things that make you think, how about people with disabilities, mm -hmm. they have to have baths, they cannot have showers, so they're literally soaking in that water. How about babies? Right. Um, and you better tell a baby or a young child, not only you can't have a bath, but if you have a bath, you're not allowed to open your mouth or breathe in or mm -hmm. even accidentally have any water ingested because it might kill you. And the thing is, it might not kill you. We don't know because no one is giving us the test results. I don't know, no. I seriously lost count of how many times we have demanded to have the test results. But we don't want the test results averaged over 10 years. We don't want the test results. We understand the water gets blended from all the wells, but we don't know which well serve which address and which well is blended with, which water is blended with which well. Um, why, why can't we know that? Why are we not privy to that information? Why is the Laurel refusing to give us any information? Why is the water board doing the same? So, um, so yeah. So here again, we've got this water issue. And once again, we're finding out how much I don't, we don't know because people are just refusing to give us that information. It's not for lack of uh, asking. That's for Oh, no, the effort sure. has been there. 
of us asking and asking and asking and researching and that should be public information what so, i'm drinking and paying for i want to know what you you did some research i know you and debbie did some research when we got that answer back from uh, the department of drinking water and there were a few tests right there were some spreadsheets there with were. some test results and then there was a link on the rest of the rest right. test results okay so would you like to tell our listeners once you clicked on those test results what did you figure out were you able to figure anything out no why that's, not with that's the big question that we're posing right now why are these why are, why does that link even exist if it takes you to no answer well so you and i were on the phone trying to read some of these links out and we had to scroll, what was it, 8,500 and oh, how many was it? It went up to over, to, I think, I was at 35,000 pages. Wasn't it some 20,000 pages? Lines, it not pages. Right, but yeah. sorry, well, lines no, in an Excel spreadsheet, right? No, no, that, that was funny because first of all, Erin and I are talking and I'm saying a number, she's like, I don't see it. And I'm like, Erin is on this line. She's like, I don't see it. And then we figured out, and I am not very computer savvy clearly because they were like, 20 would you say different pages just on the spreadsheet oh yeah and then each page has something like thirty-five thousand lines some of them went to from eleven thousand, and then you click on another spreadsheet and that was down like yeah thirty-two thousand. i think was one of the numbers and then you can do a search when you open it so mm-hmm. we ended up having to download it and then do a search for Deloro, which took us through every single territory oh, Deloro yeah. has and it has 20 of them and then finally we get to Deloro territory one and two which is what we're interested in and the way the spreadsheet is done the header doesn't read doesn't scroll down so then we can see the column d says something but we have no idea what it means so we scroll up another eight thousand lines to go back to figure out what was that number about and then we have to go all the way back down and so at one point i'm going on the line and you're up at the top so you can tell me what it says and still i was gonna say we had no idea what it meant. That didn't give us any answer even so, after that. I am pretty sure that I read somewhere on the Bible, the 103 Dashe from um, from the CPUC, and I, I think I read it yesterday again on the California Water Boards. Um, oh, actually, I was reading the law on, uh, I can't remember the name of the law, whichever act was that uh, every Californian has the right to clean, portable, mm-hmm. and affordable water. So I was reading the whole act, and one of the things that he said is that we are all entitled to clear, easy to understand report. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so you should let them know. Right. So anyway, so yeah, so that, that uh, I think kept us busy at one point. Didn't we conference in Debbie as well at that point? So we between did. the three of us, we were trying to figure out what we it did. meant. And I think after about half an hour, we were all like, yeah, we don't know. No. <laughs> we, we don't know. We could not come to any conclusions from that. So. Anyway, okay, are we done with those uh, press releases? Is that it? Is there more? Uh, no, well, there is one more, but we already talked about it. It was the fire hydrant. Okay, so okay, we were, okay, okay. We were a little bit out of order there, but... Um, oh, yeah. So, so if you want to uh, look at all our press releases, they're all publicly available on our um, public page, which is Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page. That's on Facebook. And then, of course, you can listen to all our podcasts. We are Wawado, the Water Warriors Against the Laurel. And we will speak to you again very soon. Thank you very much. So if you um, like what you've listened to so far and you want to know more about us, please make sure you follow us. You can follow all our press releases at uh, on Facebook at 
Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page or you can email us at wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com. Wearewaterwarriors is all one word at gmail.com. And now I'll have Crystal say it with an American accent so you guys actually understand what I just said. <laughs> so on Facebook, we are Water, Water Warriors Against Del Oro public page. And if you'd like to email us, it's wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com. <laughs>